Welcome back to Mince's From the Edge. I'm Sebastian Lucier, a corporate member in the firm's San Diego office. Mince is a nationally leading law firm focused on helping emerging growth companies achieve success. Check us out at mincedge.com. I'm pleased to welcome Carl DeMille, the founder of HUGS. HUGS stands for Housing Undergraduate and Graduate Students. It enables international students to easily obtain housing while studying in the United States by creating a credit score equivalent metric for use by them. Hugs is one of the four winners of the USD School of Business Fowler Business Concept Challenge. Congratulations, Carl, and welcome. Thank you, Sebastian. It's my pleasure to be here. So glad to have you. Um, so today's podcast, um, Carl, we're hoping you would discuss how you started and built Hugs and the role the USD School of Business program played in your success. Um, so I've got a, a few questions here, but you know, feel free if there's other things that, that are more interesting about your background and the story, uh, we can take this conversation in whatever direction you know, makes sense. Let me start with some of the basics, which is, you know, why'd you start Hugs? Uh, what was the problem you were setting out to address? Uh, well, thanks uh, for allowing me to be here. And to answer your question, the first thing I'd like to say is I'm an international student. I'm currently at the University of San Diego, uh, graduating soon. And uh, as you can imagine, this is something that I experienced. So when I uh, first moved to the U.S., uh, originally from Haiti, uh, I found it extremely difficult to, to find housing. And I contacted a few of my friends who are international students because we were in the in the in similar groups and knows that almost all of them have the same issues. And the thing that was happening was that when we applied to, you know, to these buildings or landlords and things like that, they would deny us because we had no credit history and no social security number. And you know that that kind of makes sense, right? In their um in their shoes, I would probably do the same. But in my shoes, I thought it didn't make any sense because in order to be here in the first place as an international student, I was required to you know display to the federal government that I am, uh, you know, they run background checks and that I'm a credit worthy individual. And in fact, uh, all international students on an F one visa are required to display you know, availability of funds in cash or liquid assets for the first year up front. So I had money for rent. Um, I just didn't have a way to show it or to tell them that. And I realized that there was a disconnect there. And that that's what got me to really dig into the problem, um, you know, bring some friends around, have some discussions and really start hugs a couple, couple of months after my MBA program started. Oh, great. And so I know you mentioned like housing is the focus and that seems like the genesis. Is this something that, that international students or international travelers could generally find uh, helpful or, you know, is it, does it have an audience beyond uh, what you're currently starting with? Uh, so Hugs really is solving the, well, focusing on international students and housing. So that's one part of the spectrum, but it's really just the first step in resolving the credit issue. Uh, or access to credit issue for not just for international students, for, but for immigrants um, in general. And that's sort of an expansion on the vision. Uh, but we really wanted to start with international students because it's a very um, specific market that we can address. We have experience in it. Um, my team is mostly just of international students ourselves. And, you know, we're we're more open to um, providing feedback and things like that. So uh, to answer your question, first step is to address the housing access to housing issue 
for international students, but do that through our proprietary algorithm that, that we created um, to assess an international student's credit and then potentially go into you know, other forms of credit like credit cards or car leases and insurance and things like that. And also at a later stage, potentially expand to broader audiences, you know, such as people who come here for work or on missionary trips and things like that. So HUGS is essentially the first step on that journey. That's great. A lot of room for, for some good expansion to other areas of need. So that, that that's always yeah. a good sign. Tell me about how you've, you've kind of grown the company. Where are you in the process? Have, have you raised any capital? Are you just kind of at the, the early formation stages? Where, where are you at? Uh, we're still pretty early, but ramping up quickly now. Uh, so officially, we're, we've incorporated now in January of 2021, uh, which is great. And uh, we'll be doing a lot of fundraising in the next few months. Um, prior to now, uh, what we've done is participated in a few um, pitch competitions, uh, just like the Fowler Business Concept Challenge that you mentioned. Uh, we also uh, participated in the Fowler Global Social Innovation Challenge um, that got us a little bit of funding uh, just to test things out, you know, develop an MVP, um, be on the field, talk to landlords, do surveys, talk to international students that really funded this, uh, this R&D process. And now uh, we're basically going to market in, in the next few weeks. Uh, and we actually just launched our website, um, hugsinternational.com, if you want to check it out. So from now on for the whole 2021, uh, basically is just launching our service, getting some students on board, getting some students housed, um, partnering with, with a few landlords and universities and uh, raising some funds. That's the point we're at right now. Terrific. Um, what's been the, the biggest challenge uh, in, in building the company that you've experienced so far? So I'd say we've had two main challenges. One we could foresee and the other one we couldn't. Uh, what we couldn't foresee was COVID, <laughs> you know, like oh, anybody. Yes. Yeah, so dealing with international students, that involves travel um, with school going remote and, you know, embassies and consulates closing, not issuing visas for a few months. Uh, it really got us to think twice about whether, you know, how, how to move forward. We knew that the issue would still be worth it to pursue. We just had to adjust the how and when. So we took the few months that we had um, sort of as extra time. We had to complete our R&D process and really, really, really get to refine our business model, which was a, actually a pretty, pretty good thing. And we participated actually in an incubator on campus called the Torero Ventures Lab. Uh, so that, that gave us some breathing room you know, while we're attending classes and things like that. And the second challenge I would say that we could foresee is recruiting, not so much with the, uh, the number of applicants or people that want to help and want to join, but more the fit for the stage we're in right now. So uh, we're pretty specific on the culture we want to build and hugs and we want with every recruit to raise the level of commitment, the average level of commitment and you know skills in the company with every single recruit. So, you know, we're kind of being tough on ourselves, but we think that that's uh, gonna be one of the determining factors of why we succeed in the future. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. I mean, the, you know, building a strong uh, and, and corporate culture that you can expand and grow and, and have something that you're mm -hmm. proud of is always a challenge. It's, it's good to hear you're you know, tackling that up front. 
so you mentioned the the uh, Trera Labs. I mean, what other kind of uh, opportunities or or facilities or help did you get from the USD School of Business when you were uh, you know putting together the company? So the great thing is uh, with the School of Business, and not just the School of Business. I would like to say it's really the whole University of San Diego. They've been really focused on entrepreneurship and startups uh, in the past few years. Uh, the School of Business is definitely a big hub for that. But even in the School of Engineering, they have the um, Tech Challenge, which is Torero um, E-Track Challenge. Uh, in the Peace and Justice School, they have the uh, Fowler Global Social Innovation Challenge that focuses on um, ventures that have a social aspect to it, a social benefit. Um, and in the School of Business, we have the V2 pitch, which is sort of a, um, a seed money stage uh, challenge where uh, you actually compete for startup funds, right? So between twenty dollars and $40,000 depends on the year. And there's the Fowler Business Concept Challenge, which is the initial point. That's sort of where everything starts. And then you go into the all of these other challenges um, that really help you refine your vision, gets a lot of exposure. Uh, we've had a lot of introductions with very important people in our path so far. Uh, we're looking for advisors right now from the people we've met through those challenges. With the Torero Ventures Lab, we had mentors assigned that really helped us um, with some guidance and experience that they had. And it's it's been a great journey. Honestly, I would urge anyone um, who is at the University of San Diego or looking to to get into uh, into the school to really look into those opportunities um, because they they really matter and they really uh, they're really effective so they they work. Great. I should probably comment just for the record that I, I am a USD law graduate and I am actually currently an adjunct professor. Um, so uh, I appreciate the comments, but I just wanted to make sure the audience is aware I've got some interest in USD as well. Uh, you know, since you've kind of been going through this process and, you know, kind of the next step uh, on the journey or one of the next steps is when you step into the mentor role, um, mm -hmm. you know, what, what kind of thoughts would you pass on to a first time entrepreneur, you know, particularly, uh, you know, you put together such an amazing pitch deck, you want to want a contest around that. Um, and the idea itself, you know, seems like a terrific idea to me. So, um, you know, what advice would you you offer to like the, the freshman at the business school who's just kind of coming in and maybe, you know, thinking about trying this? Well, first, um, first thing I'd like to say is try to learn to do most things yourself before you look for someone. Right. So the the one of the main things I've seen um, people do either around me or just I, I've heard from from my own mentor is that before trying to learn something, if you have, let's say, a, a gap in technical skills or design skills, uh, your first instinct is to, you know, hire that help out or, you know, look for someone to, to take over that. But I can say I can I can I can say that learning to do it is a is a very enriching experience and no one else will have the dedication you have for it. So for, for anything that you have sort of a lack of skills in, try to build those skills. And then when you do look for someone, you'll know exactly what to look for. So that's the first thing I would say. Second thing I would say is delay any uh, fundraising that will take equity from your business as far as possible. And that's what we're doing at Hugs. Uh, we've, so far we've only raised non-diluted funding. 
So all of the founders, we still own 100% of the business and we want that to continue up until uh, it's you know needed that we raise funds from outside. Um, but for now, we have learned what we've um, needed to do ourselves so that we spend uh, less money. Sure, we work more hours, uh, but long-term it's going to be worth it. So uh, my first and you know, best advice I could say is learn to do things before you outsource them. I like that. I guess that's very good advice, like not just entrepreneurship, but generally. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, that's terrific. Um, any closing comments, anything we didn't kind of address here that they'd like to share that might be interesting for the audience? Well, what I can think of is um, at the end of every presentation we do at Hugs, we kind of have this pun, uh, this pun and say, you know, if you need a hug, we're here, but we can't hug <laughs> anybody right now. But if you want to check us out, you can go to hugsinternational.com. We um, enjoy any feedback you may have just on our contact page. Just drop any feedback. If you know, you're know you looking to be a landlord to house international students, do it. If you're an international student who just wants to connect with us and stay in tune for when you move to the U.S. or you want to switch places, also um, feel free to reach out. And um, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here, Sebastian. Thanks again for the invitation. Well, terrific. Well, thank you. It's good to have you and I uh, really appreciate the opportunity to learn more. Um, thanks so much. This is Sebastian Lucier of Mintz and thank you for listening to this edition of From the Edge.